Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi! Hey, guys. Well, welcome to Weigh In Wednesday. So if you are new, a new member, or joining us for the first time, this is where we come together, talk all things maintenance, um, answer questions you guys might have. So welcome. Um, as you guys can see, Gina's not here with us today. So you get us, the three of us, um, as always. So I'm Odette. I'm the manager of the Maintenance and Mindfulness Group. I'm the one that's um, creeping around in there, figuring out what you guys need from us. Um, and taking care of you. And then as always, we have Kim. So she is our weight loss group manager. And with us today, we have Laura. So Laura actually might be familiar to you guys because she is um, part of our team. She started as a program specialist. So I'm sure supported some of you um, during your weight loss journey. Um, and Laura, we're so happy to have you because I know we had to reschedule our last segment with you. So I'm really glad that we were able to reschedule and, and have you back. I brought my wine. I don't know if you guys did. Boss is not here, so we can we can have some wine. <laughs> I have water today. That's okay. You're in BC, so it's only one o'clock where you are, I guess. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you for that excuse. You have a long, a long way to go. So Laura, um, again, happy you're here. So why don't you tell us um, a little bit about you? You've been in maintenance for a little while now, so we'd love to love to hear about it. Sure, sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here because, you know, I have been behind the scenes and and even answering in the maintenance group as well. So I feel like, you know, it's I'm part of the family and it's nice to be on and, and be able to share my, my journey with you all. Um, yeah, so I basically um, started started uh, last, no, it wasn't last fall. It was in 2021. I did my first program in the spring and was very successful, lost most of my weight then, um, went on to lose a little bit more in between. Um, I was basically personalizing the plan in between. And then I came back in the fall to lose the rest of my weight and I successfully lost 30 pounds. Um, and I've basically been in maintenance since then. Um, so quite a while. And so it's interesting because I was actually thinking about it leading up to this um, in terms of, you know, sort of what my maintenance journey has been like. And it's maybe is a little bit different because although I didn't do the plan again to solidify my weight loss, I was working in the program. So I felt like I was supported and the information was there for me. So I, I sort of redid it, but not really, if that makes sense. So I was sort of, the information was still there, the support was still there. And um, so I think that definitely helped me. Um, but it was interesting because I feel like there was some challenges that came along with that as well, because part of me kept thinking like, oh, maybe I should still be doing it, even though I was super happy with where I was at, right? So that's where that like mindfulness and mindfulness and trusting myself came in. Um, but I'm in a super good place now. Um, I don't feel like I have to <laughs> do the week's <laughs> tweaks. I'm not weighing myself all the time. I'm not tracking everything anymore. Um, so I'm in a really good place. So I know you wanted me to touch a little bit on um, fitness um, and how it's changed. So yeah. let me to the program feel free to like jump in and, and interrupt yeah, me. i just wanted to say like part of your bio um you were also one of our members in maintenance spotlights like way yes. in the back moment and when we first started so long ago yeah. and one of the things in in your um bio said that 
you know, you'd always been active. You always um, worked out. That was part of your life already. Mm -hmm. But since losing weight, it's really, it's changed for you and you exercise in a different way. And that really got mm -hmm. me thinking, like, there's that quote that's been floating around forever. It's like, exercise because you love your body, not because you hate it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I yeah. think so when we're in this cycle of losing weight or, or feeling shameful of how our body looks, we're like, you know, pounding those workouts and working out so hard because we don't love the way our body looks. Right. And, you know, for me personally, and I, I definitely want to hear from you and from Kim too, for mm -hmm. me, it's like when I, when I, when you stop, when your mindset changes and you start working out because it's fun and it's freeing and you know that you get to your whole attitude and thought process about movement is different. So I just wanted to ask you if that was the case or where did that quote come from? Where did that line come from? That it's different now for you. It is different. So for me, it's interesting because my journey is a little bit different in terms of like, I didn't struggle with um, like having a problem with my weight um, all through youth. I think I, I did a spill the tea way back when. Um, and I talked about my journey then. And um, I, if anything, I was underweight for a long time and super active and just had a very high metabolism naturally. Um, and then the pandemic hit and that's sort of when the stress started to, to take its toll. And then I was actually over training at that point um, because in a way for me, it was like stress relief. I was, it was my break to be able to go. We got a Peloton bike. It was my like, okay, mom's going downstairs because I had two kids at home doing online learning. It was just, you know, it was very difficult for many of us. And, um, and then I got to the, I got in kind of like a nasty cycle of, of then I wasn't eating well. And then I was kind of thinking, well, oh, I've eaten that. So now I have to exercise more. And that's like a very vicious circle to get into. And by doing the program, obviously, I, I really started to realize like that that's not what it's about. Right. So and it is really interesting to me because not only with the program did I change how I was eating, but like just becoming more mindful about what I like being more in tune with my body is a better word. Um, the same thing transferred into exercise, which was so, so cool because I wasn't like, I didn't need to grind it out every day. Um, I was actually doing my body a disservice because I wasn't giving myself time to recover. Um, and my body was like in stress mode even more. Right. So um, I found that it, it trickled over to more parts of my life, including exercise, which is so neat. So now it's so different because I have found the joy again, because I've always enjoyed being active playing sports um but as well as just i find ex i actually enjoy exercise i know not everybody does and there's days where i don't want to do it i'm human um but i always feel better afterwards but now i really sort of sit back and think okay how do i feel today and what do i have time for too right so it's not about right. getting it done every day yeah so i now i'll do a mixture before it was always very high intensity heavy weights like just go 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 um maybe i would do yoga once in a while and now I've completely changed that. I will do some cardio, some weights. I really incorporate uh, yoga and meditation as well. Um, so that's been a big shift for me as well. I think it's so like when we talk about like serving our bodies, you know, and we're, we're feeding it all this good food and we're taking care of it and we're being mindful. And now we can take our, our movement to that to that same place where mm -hmm. we're really, um, you know, we touched on just, just enjoying movement and, and asking ourselves like, do I feel like going for a run today or do I feel like getting on my mat? You know, mm -hmm. I never feel like going for a run. So that I don't have to so much <laughs> either. I'm not a big runner. <laughs> you know, do I, do yeah. I want to get on my mat today or do I, you know, I just got a rebounder, which I love because mm -hmm. I'm like bouncing and you feel free, but you can low bounce if you want. Yeah. Um, and it really asking yourself that question and really leaning into it instead of forcing yourself and pushing mm -hmm. yourself almost, well, I would say it does make movement 
so much more enjoyable and a part of your day that you want to put in there, not a part of your day that you have to put in there as a punishment. What about you, Cam? Are you, are you moving differently now or at all? I would say I'm getting there. I definitely, just what you say, just to touch on that. Um, there, a member actually commented a couple of minutes ago. I agree. I love my workouts now, no longer killing myself and avoiding it, which I think I, I love that because that's, what I'm trying to get back to now. And I found that for so long, I used exercise. I used to love exercise. I used to work out because I wanted to, because I loved it. Um, you know, I have three kids. So prior to having kids, I had a lot more time for something like that after work and everything. But I also used to love to run. I used to do train for half marathons and do 10 K running. And I absolutely loved running. And I got to a point when I was, um, trying to lose weight in the past with the overtraining and the over exercising and doing it because I needed to change my body or to see, some sort of results rather than doing it because it was something that I had time for and enjoying doing. So I really resonate with that member and that I, um, I went from a place of loving it to going to using it because I thought I had to, to lose weight. So mm-hmm. I even now to make a proper routine of it, I find it hard because I don't want to, I used to work, I worked at gyms before and stuff. And there was a, I remember one member telling me once she never wanted to miss a day at the gym because she was worried she would never come back again. And I feel like I got to that point where when I started the program, I never wanted to go back to the gym again because I knew I didn't have to work out to lose weight. And the way I was doing it was definitely not serving my weight loss journey. And so I'm now trying to get back to the point where I'm making a routine of it for myself to do this for me and to do this, not to change my body, but for my body and get the benefits that way out of it. So it really has changed my attitude towards it. Yeah. That's huge. Like doing it for your body, right? Like, just like you're, you're trying to lose weight and get healthy for your body, you know, cause you know, you're doing so much good for it and moving is for your body as well. Right. Just to take it to that, to that next level and, and to just keep feeling our best. I think that's so, that's so important. Um, and I, you know, go, like you said, that fear of not wanting to stop going to the gym because then you might not ever go back. And that really plays into like when you're thinking about exercise in that negative way, like it's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go there. It's such a punishment or, you know, you want it to be fun and moving your body and, and feeling, you know, happy and free and excited yeah. about it. Well, and, you know, there's, God, I'm just watching the comments roll by while we're on here. And, you know, I somebody has said, I think because the pressure of weight loss is not determined on exercise, it makes it more enjoyable. And it does make sense. That does make sense to me. It is. It's like, that was why we were doing it was to lose weight. So it was constantly chasing that carrot of, you know, I do one more rep. I do one more mile. I'm going to potentially lose more weight, but now we can just I can just go for a run and stop whenever I want to stop. Like I don't right. have to like I have to get 10K in today or I have to go to the gym six times because I'm trying to lose five pounds. It's definitely is a different mindset yeah. that you have. And just another comment here I'm reading too, like um, a member said, I found that after dropping 40 pounds, workouts and exercise are so much less strain on the joints. Mm-hmm. So no pain is a big gain for me. Like yeah. that's huge. Like to think that you we're doing so much before and it was painful and it was hurting. And now you're doing it and you're able to enjoy it more physically now too, right? You're not just, you're not doing it to punish yourself. And then you're not, you know, feeling the, feeling the, the, 
the pain after because it's hard on your body. So, you know, feeling good does make you want to do it more often. It'll help you stay more consistent. And, and, you know, we had a great post today in the group about resting. I mean, those rest days are so important too, right? Making the time for rest. So Laura, you said now like you're listening to your body a bit more and you're, you know, resting when you need to, or hitting the mat when you need to, is that something for you? Yeah, that was a big difference for me because before like leading up, I would, you know, it was like, I maybe would take one day off, (laughs) which is crazy in retrospect now, like what was I doing? So now I really like, I almost every other day, it just works for me. Like I'll do a workout, see how I feel. And it's not always like doing nothing. I might go for a walk. I might do a gentle Mm -hmm. yoga or do some stretching or some foam rolling. Um, Those are really conducive to recovery and helping my body be able to exercise even better the next day, or maybe two days later, it really depends also on my schedule. And I'm not as worried about missing a workout, you know, in the past, I would have these like, almost like anxious feelings around missing workouts. And that's gone now. And that's huge. And that again, makes it more enjoyable. And it reminds me of that quote we posted a while ago in the maintenance group about like, you don't have to, you get to. And that is really like what I'm hearing from our members too, is, you know, it just, it's no longer like, you must do this. It's like, no, you can actually do this for enjoyment. So that's really powerful. I I think that's such a, such a huge, um, you know, like mindset shift to know that you get to do this now. And, you know, I think our members, they've gone through that weight loss journey. And as many times as Gina says that you don't have to work out to lose weight, you know, but it's such a benefit. I think we're really in that place now where we believe that. And we know that, you know, that we get to move our bodies. We don't have to, to do all these things, but we get to, and it feels, it feels really good to be there. And just, you know, to get out and be able to choose things that we want to do, not just, you know, to feel like we're being told, like, you've got to do this hardcore, you've got to do that hardcore, like really enjoying the freedom and the movement. um, Yeah. And just doing something right. Like going for a walk. I always joke because I was really resident. Gina once said, you don't get 10 out of 10 for walking your dog. And that was like, but it's, it's true. Like, but sometimes if that's all you can do, then it's better than nothing mm-hmm. like yeah. getting and moving. And so if you take the pressure of I'm doing this to lose weight off of it, then you recognize that it is just like whatever you can do is better than doing nothing. So, you know, you might not have the capacity one day to do more than, you know, a 15 minute walk with your dog, but that's still better than sitting on the couch. If you feel you need to get out, if you feel you want to be active, like don't be disappointed in yourself because, Oh, all I did was go for a walk today. Cause guess what? You mm-hmm. went for a walk today. Like, and you know, the benefits, you know, a couple of people are pointing out that stress, the benefits of stress of moving your body and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like even those little things you were doing, you don't have to be going hardcore because there's so many benefits of moving your body really in any way that you decide to move your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so true. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, so moving on, I don't know if you guys have been hanging out in the maintenance group today, but we had a, there was a big conversation um, happening about personalizing the plan. And, you know, our, our members really trying to navigate, you know, exactly uh, what that means or how it looks. And is there a guide or is there a roadmap? And, you know, it really got me thinking about personalizing the plan and what it is. And I thought, you know, it's true. Like, there really is no guide or roadmap per se to personalize the plan because it's that's exactly what it is. It's personalized for each of us. But I think um, I was really thinking about it. Personalizing plan is not just the food. I mean, it is the food because you are you know, testing what works for you and what doesn't work for you. But I think personalizing the plan is also, you know, personalizing how you respond to self-sabotage, you know, personalizing enough to know when to get back on track, Um, you know, really like figuring out what that all looks like for you. It's not just necessarily, oh, I eat like this and react like this, or I eat this thing and then this is what happens. I think it's a a combination of of a few things. What What do you guys think, Kim? I think we interesting because as I said, the part of testing the water, somebody mentioned and there was uh, one member was just saying they have a fear of not the stopping exercise, but similarly in letting something into their diet because they're worried it's going to keep happening. You know, if they decide to have a cookie, that means they're going to want to have a cookie every day type thing. And I think that is um, only, you know, and only once you do it and test that water, are you going to know how you're going to react? And the magic of this program is, is that we know that if we do and like, okay, now I'm having a cookie every day, or I'm, you know, having a glass of wine and chocolate every night, we have the tools to kind of dial that back, like recognize it and do the whole check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. It's been a week. I've had a cookie every single day. I know I need to get my head back in the game. Maybe to you, that means you need to go back on track because you're really feeling like you're out of routine, but maybe it just means you tighten up your personalized plan and start maximizing things and stuff. So I think it is very individual. I don't know what your experience has been though, Laura, with that. Yeah. So I think when I like first entered maintenance, I was still pretty reliant on like, cause it's nice to have the structure. Right. And I think people like that structure of knowing like, okay, I'm going to eat this at this time. So it takes a little bit of time, right? You just, you have to know it's not going to happen right away where you, like you probably, if you ask yourself the questions, like Gina always says, like, what is appealing to me right now? And I really am at that place now where I'm like, oh, what do I feel like? And it, you know, maybe the morning and maybe it isn't fruit. Maybe I do want a couple nuts or whatever. Right. So it does take time to get there. And I, again, at the beginning, I still 
was sort of following the structure. And then I started thinking, okay, this isn't what personalizing the plan is meant to be. And then I was able to like get a little more bold and, and test the waters and have those indulgences and then go back on track when I needed to. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's really, it is individual. So there isn't like, there is no, you know, structure to it because it's, it's for the rest of your life for maintenance to be able to do it. it it's, it's gotta be personal. So yeah. And I love what you just said there. You're like, it, it, you know, it took you some time. It didn't come right away. And that's exactly what testing the waters is. You know, it's, and part of the, part of what we were reading was um, the member, a member was saying, you know, I had chocolate or I had a treat and, and wine and I did it again. And I did it again. And I did it again. And the scale wasn't going up. So then it got to a point where it was. So isn't that the perfect test? Like, you know, so now, you know, and, and you're testing yourself. So if I go back into my old habits, this is what's going to happen. I'm eventually not gonna have, it's going to catch up. Yeah, eventually mm -hmm. I'm not going to have the outcome that I want to have. So, and that's where, like Kim said, checking yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, okay, I notice I'm doing this. I notice I'm getting to this habit. Why am I doing it? And now I need to get myself back on track so I don't allow myself to do it. And that's really a trust thing. And, you know, we talk about testing the waters, like it's like it's testing the waters. That's just what it is. But it's really a, this, a new concept for a lot of us, and, you know, a lot of members and, and they're not there yet to trust. So yeah. I think that was like the perfect, you know, little test. Let's see what happens when I do do these things. Okay. Now I see now I cannot make that same choice again, or, you know, continue to make choices that are, that are better for me. And I know I love the member that just said, maybe that's part of the testing the water. I think that's exactly, exactly. You know, like, that's exactly what it is testing and seeing what's going on and then trusting that you're going to pick up on it yeah. and, you know, and change those things. And I think that's too, where you roll back into the information when you were on your weight loss journey where, okay, I have these tools. I might not have reached into that tool chest in a while because I have been maintaining it for a while, but we always have that to fall back on everything that we've learned throughout the program. And, you know, when you're doing it for maintenance and you're trying to get back on track, there's different intentions. So you kind of go at it differently, but you, you do, you don't lose that. It's like riding a bike. You don't lose that skill. You know how to get back on it and, and get on track again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And jumping off that point, Kim, I'm just thinking too, like for myself, I really enjoy chocolate. And so when I started allowing myself to have it again, it, it's interesting because you have to remember in the program, we learn like when you have sugar, your body naturally the next day is going to want it again. Right. And so sometimes I'll have it knowing that I'll say, okay, I know tomorrow I'm going to want it again. So I'm making an intention right now. I'm going to enjoy this. And I do, mm -hmm. I don't worry so much, but I do know the next day I'm probably going to want it again. And that's when I know I need to like, you know, maybe grab some water, have a tea. Um, so it's just, again, like you have to remember the things that you learned during the program too. And that's another tool. So that just means. Yeah. Yeah, and it still that. is going to be that work. You do need to be conscious sure. of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like it is, there is an effort that needs to be put on maintaining what you've worked so hard towards. And it's not as much effort as when you're trying to lose weight, but you can't just let everything go and go back to what you were doing before, which might be having these things all the time. If your body is reacting that way, like it's really, you know, being in tune with that is there's yeah. some effort in mindfulness and some effort in sort of being in tune what's happening and not just how you're feeling physically, but how you're feeling mentally about it. And that's one thing about the member that really struck out at me was the 
the way that they were feeling about this happening. And if you're feeling like you're not on track, that's the key thing. And I think it was a couple of weeks ago, we talked about that, about how like, it's really about how you feel. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, you know, even if your pants are feeling great, if you're feeling like "Mm, I'm kind of just having this because I've been having it and this is becoming a habit and it's not because I'm like, Ooh, I want that. I haven't had it for a while. You need to check into that too. I think. Yeah, I think so too. And I think we talk about, um, you know, it being worth it. Like, you know, I'm going to have that. It's worth it. I'm going to have that. It's worth it. And it is worth it. It is worth it if you're going to enjoy it. But if you're not, if it's going to take you to a place where it's eventually not going to feel worth it, or you're going to berate yourself about it, or I, you know, then maybe we need to, you know, again, check ourselves. Is it really worth it if I'm doing it every single night? You know, is it really getting me to where I want to get to? And it's a mental game for sure, man. Like it's, it is tough because it, it's going to bring up those emotions, those questions, you know, the hard questions. You know, why am I reaching for this? Why am I, why am I doing this? Why, why am I, you know, dipping into these things that I know I shouldn't have? Those are questions that are going to come up and you got to answer them. (laughs) I'm feeling that this week because I was, I was off last week and I was away for the weekend and the agenda was eating delicious food, wine tasting, mm-hmm. and going to bre- microbreweries. Mm-hmm. And so I drank a lot of beer. I drank a lot of wine and I ate a lot of food this weekend. And there was, you know, real, real style pizzas and things like that involved. And it's definitely like mentally on Monday, I had to be like, okay, Kim, how are you feeling? And <laughs> it wasn't great. My scale wasn't bad. Like I didn't think, I thought it would be, I thought it would be up more than I was. But I knew in the past what I've done is, oh, it's not up that bad. Okay, maybe I'll have another glass of wine tonight. Or maybe, oh, are we doing pizza again? You know, that kind of thing, because it's not up. And then it's exactly to what that member said. All of a sudden, it it was up. And then that's when the work comes. But yeah, just being conscious of it. Like, I knew this week would be hard because... I had so many things that were off, but it really only takes a day or two of doing that back on track before I'm in the right headspace for that, where it's like, okay, it's not working anymore. My body recognizes where I am. Let's go back to personalizing the plan and, and move on from there. Yeah. I love this. I love that this member brought it up and I love that we have this space that they can come and share and, and bring this up. And you could see that other members were like, I'm there too. I'm there too. You know, and if we could just, have everyone just, you know, give themselves a bit of grace. We're all testing the waters here, right? We're all just learning, you know, how our bodies are going to react and what our bodies are going to do. And, um, you know, it's really, I'm really happy that this is bringing up all these fields and the conversation yeah. and that our members well, that's are helping yeah. each I love out. that about your poster, like that when it goes up saying we're doing what, what does everybody want to talk about? And that was yeah. an exciting thing to have. Cause I was like, yeah, this is a great conversation because we know a lot of people. And that's, I think my favorite thing about this group is that just everything is so it's really about the members. It's like, you guys are directing the conversations of the way in Wednesday, the conversation of the group. And um, it's a pretty special place to know that, you know, when you guys are have something that you want to share that, you know, it's actually going to be addressed by the team. And yeah, it makes it, it makes it fun. Right. Yeah, it does. So personalizing the plan. So even in the weight loss group right now, we are personalizing the plan. That's a big focus. And I know Kim yesterday on your um, spill the tea, we were talking, we were talking about it and tips for personalizing plans. So what would you think 
you know, for, for maintenance now, I mean, I know it's a little bit different when you're personalizing the plan and you're continuing to lose, but what do you think would translate over to, to maintenance in terms of personalizing the plan? Like, what do you, what are your tips? I would say, I think my big tip yesterday was to really dig into that personalized plan and maximize it. Um, mm -hmm. What I would translate into maintenance would be really dig into your version of personalizing the plan. And I think members in maintenance can take that personalized plan a step further and have a little more confidence with it. And actually test the water a little bit more mm -hmm. because you've got that experience and you're not worried about losing weight anymore. So you have that sort of freedom to figure out what you really want, like how often you can let bits of bites in. Like we all kind of know how often, like I said, I was, <laughs> I knew, I knew at what point this weekend I needed a salad, but um, yeah, I would say for maintenance, the big thing was really, I would say to dig into your own, like making it really personal, because I think we're still eating in the weight loss group. A lot of members follow along with things that are similar to what we've been having, which of course is, you know, a good way to personalize the plan for if you're still looking to lose. But when you're in maintenance, you can really um, maybe drop that safety net a little bit lower right? Yeah. And kind of stretch it because this is really like a little bit of a preview into living your best life is really yes. being in tune with what you want and what your body needs. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's what I would say is just, you know, double down on that, personalizing it, but not maximizing everything necessarily. Yeah. yeah. And I love what you said, like personalizing the plan in these while testing the waters, like, you know, this is really what we're doing now, like really personalize, get in there, dip your toes in and be open to the reaction, like be open to how you feel like that's how you, that's what's really going to be personal to you. What about you, Laura? Did you, so you said you didn't repeat the program. So you, you know, went into personalize the plan and now you, you, you're living that now every single day, absolutely, right? Absolutely. And, and as I said, I do like, I do indulge when I feel I want to, but I, it really comes down to by doing the program, I became in tune with how I feel when I start, eat certain things and I like to feel good. Right. So like what Kim's saying, like she indulged, she had a great time, but did you feel your best? No. And in a way that's good. Cause it, it, that also stops you in your tracks a little bit to, to quite like, look at like, okay, what do I need to do moving forward? What choices I'm, am I going to make? Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I like to eat, you know, nutritious, healthy food. Cause it makes me feel good. It fuels my workouts. Um, so my personalizing the plan still includes a lot of those. And why not? Because if you want to be the healthiest and live the longest that you can, you want to eat well, right? So, and that's that's always in the forefront of my mind in terms of, of food choices. But in terms of like personalizing the plan, yeah, it's, you do have to play around with it. And really, you may now start to notice things that didn't or you didn't notice bothered you before. And I know Gina talks about this a lot, right? They probably always bothered you, but you were so disconnected from that. Um, so once you start personalizing the plan, you might notice those things like no longer, you know, that pizza didn't, you know, sit well as you would have liked it too. So I think that that's uh, built in as well. So. Yeah. Wow. This is good. I'm really glad that we, um, we got to this point. I'm really glad that, you know, again, that, that this got brought up and we were able to, to really weigh in and hash it out here. Laura, I'm so happy you came on today. I know we're almost out of time. We're actually going to go it's over the don't have the boss here to shut us down. <laughs> yeah. But we made it. And Laura, I'm so happy you came. Kim, as always, I'm so happy you came. Um, so we have a lot going on in, in the maintenance group coming up in the next couple of weeks. As everyone knows, Gina will be off. She's not, you know, 
she'll be off um, getting married. But the group is still going to be going. So we have next week. Gina will be back next week. And then the group is going to be up and running. And we're here to support. We want to welcome all of our new members um, that may be coming in and trickling in. And you're going to see myself and Kim and Laura. I hope we're going to see you around a bit. I know you're in the group. Um, hanging out there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the background now, but we know you're there. So thank you um, again for coming on. We're going to wrap it up now because we're over 30 minutes. Thanks, everybody, for, for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Week. See you next thank week. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for having This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.